the Fit Mom Life to the Fullest podcast where we focus on how we can improve our physical health so we can enjoy the life God has called us to, to the absolute fullest. Hello, thank you for joining me. My name is Brittany and I'm a Catholic wife and mom of two boys and I'm a personal trainer and run Fit Mom Life to the Fullest.com. So I help Catholic moms find how to fit their fitness in in different seasons of life and with different amounts of kids and in the nooks and crannies. So First of all, I have to say today I am recording this first thing in the morning, so my voice is exceptionally froggy, (laughs) and I apologize for that. And secondly, I was thinking about right before I hit record, the last couple that I've done have been with other people. I've interviewed Kristen on last week's podcast, and my husband's been on a few times, and what I really like about doing it with somebody else is the fact that I can drink coffee in between when they are talking. So... (laughs) If there's just some awkwardly long pauses today, it's because I'm trying to sneak in a little sip. But anyway, today we are talking about how to stay motivated to work out and eat well. And this is probably the thing that I get asked the most. I actually asked for questions for a Q&A episode on Instagram, and I'm going to do that episode next week. But I wanted to tackle this one first because I think it deserved a whole episode and I just overwhelmingly always get that question, especially in a personal sense and in a general sense. I get that a lot in a personal sense, like, well, Brittany, how do you stay motivated to wake up early or, but how do you stay motivated to work out after you've had a long night with kids or whatever? So, and then in a general sense too, of people just wanting advice in general of staying motivated to stick to the regimen long-term and things like that. So I think that firstly, we have to realize the fact that most people who are doing this are also having hard times. So what what I want to make that disclaimer with right away is that I think that first of all, when we think of a person who does wake up early to work out or who does always eat pretty nutritiously and things like that, I think that we we like to think in our minds that they have nothing hard about that so that we kind of give ourselves the out. So for example, if you have a friend who wakes up every day and takes, you know, does her workout at 5 a.m., you probably would assume or think like, well, yeah, because she doesn't have an eight-month-old baby that wakes up sometimes. Or, well, yeah, but she doesn't struggle with headaches and anxiety or whatever. We we like almost automatically take whatever. I think I'm just speaking from personal experience is my opinion that it's easy to take what you're struggling with and be like, well, yeah, because they don't have that. That's why they can do it. So they might not have your exact problem. Right now I do have an eight-month-old baby and he does sleep amazingly. (laughs) My other one did not. My first son did not at all. He was not even sleeping through the night till he was like 14 months. So when I had my 14 month, 14 month old baby who was not yet sleeping through the night, I was still getting up to work out or I was still fitting in a workout. Sometimes I had to figure it out at a different time. Now I'm blessed with this amazing sleeper. And that is true. That is not something I deal with, but it's not to say that I don't deal with other things. It's not to say that one night I'm not up until midnight programming for somebody. And then I still get up early to be up before my kids. So I think that we automatically give people the out, like that they don't have the problem we're dealing with. So that's how they do it. So we're just going to negate that and accept the fact that everybody has something going on. Everybody has some kind of problem, whether it's a chronic, you know, issue they're dealing with that, you know, they always feel stiff in the morning. And I'm not just talking about mornings, but anytime or like somebody who battles binge eating or like extreme food cravings, you know, everybody has something different that might affect them being able to exercise and eat well. 
So just don't think that you're the only one struggling with something and that that's why you can't do this. Um, that's the very first thing I'm going to talk about. I think that when we think about somebody, think about that person again who does always wake up early to work out or who does always eat really well. And a lot of times we look at them and think like, well, what do they have that I don't have? Like, how are they so motivated? But I think the big uncovered secret to blow, you know, the big facade is they probably don't. They don't they don't feel motivated is the thing. They don't lead with their emotions or feelings. And that's the bottom line to this whole episode. How do you stay motivated to work out and eat well? Don't let your feelings lead. Don't wait till you feel like it to work out. Don't see how you feel about getting up for the day. Don't um, let your emotions dictate what you're going to do. That's why all of these other tools that we talk about, like having a schedule, having a plan, it helps you not lead with emotions. Because if you're like, well, just looking at your week, like I'm just going to work out three times somewhere in here when I feel like it or when an hour presents itself or something like it's you're probably not going to feel like it on that day. So that's why it's important to have the plan in place so that you don't just wait until you feel like it. OK, there's I also think that there's absolutely nothing wrong. And we are going to talk about this, too. There's nothing wrong with seeking motivation on like a particularly low day when you're like, OK, I already made the plan. It's Tuesday morning at 6 a.m. I said I was going to work out here. I am going to work out here, but I'm really not feeling it. Like, what are some things that can pet me up a little bit or can help me get through this? I think that's totally fine. So I will uh, give some tips for that if you're already like, okay, Brittany, I get it. (laughs) Just give me the tips on how to, like, plow through those low days. But I think in general, I think that's just a really important point that you really can't hit home enough is the fact that the person that is doing it probably still does not feel like it 100% of the time. I mean, that sounds ridiculous. If you think about it with anything else besides exercise, because again, we still give that person that out like, no, 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 Brittany. One of my friends like loves running. She always says that she gets like this runner's high after and she's in a good mood. Yeah, but she probably doesn't like lacing up and going out for every single run. And if you think about it in other terms, it kind of makes more sense. If you think about like getting your oil changed or doing the laundry or something, you're probably not going to feel like it. I never am super jazzed to go get my oil changed. Be like, I feel like sitting in line today. I feel like sitting in my car for a half hour. Like, no, it's not. I'm not going to feel like it, but it has to be done. So same thing, though, with anything else. Just think about the results. If you can't make yourself like the activity or feel like you want the activity – Just try to think about the results. I think the two biggest points to this are not to lead with your emotions and feelings and then not to look at the immediate. Look down the road. Look at the results of whatever the action is. Like, for example, I do not – I actually really hate doing dishes. (laughs) Um, I know everybody, I think, has their household thing. Some people hate laundry. I like laundry. I don't mind laundry. I like vacuuming. I like a lot of, like, the the in the moment you can see the difference, like – Even like cleaning the kitchen, sweeping the floor, I like that stuff. What I do not like is standing at my sink for like a half hour washing individual pieces of silverware because we do not have a dishwasher. So (laughs) on my best days, I'm like, okay, Lord, I'm just going to offer up every single piece of silverware for somebody. And as I wash it, I'm like trying to think of people to pray for. And that is what we should definitely do. But um, I still can't – I'm not going to get psyched up about a sink full of dishes, especially after a party or something. So instead, I think about the fact that – I want a clean kitchen. I want my sink empty. I want to wake up in the morning, especially like if it's at night and say we just finished a party and I need to 
I'm so tired and I just want to go to bed. But then I don't want to wake up to that sink full of dishes in the morning. We've all done that and we all know. I I still do that sometimes. I'm not saying, again, I'm perfect here. But I always feel so much better when I wake up to a clean house and you're not waking up like playing catch up from the night before. So if you can't sit, think, try to think of exercise and eating well the same way. Even if you can't get yourself to be really jazzed about the workout itself, think about the results. You might hate working out and that's fine. Some people are like, Brittany, I just, I'm never going to like it. That's totally, I'm not saying you have to like it. I'm saying you have to do it. I'm not saying you have to like it, but if every part of it, every aspect, like if you've tried different types and you just nothing about working out, you don't like sweating, you don't like having to shower after, you don't like all of the things associated with it, okay, focus on the results. Do you like fitting better in your clothes? Do you like not having to buy new clothes every couple months because you're gaining weight or something like that? Or just feeling terrible, feeling really sluggish because you're not moving, you know? So focus on the result. Focus on how energized you feel later, how good you feel long-term. Even think further than like, right after. Think about the results 10 years down the road, you know, when you're running around with your older kids able to play with them. Or if you're listening to this and you don't have kids yet, running around with toddlers when you do have toddlers and and being energized. So try not to think about the immediate thing you need to do. Think about the results and think about down the road. All right. Um, Basically, don't wait for the feeling to hit you. It's probably not going to hit you. <laughs> All right. So besides that, if you just have the mentality that no, like this just needs to be done like anything else, like brushing my teeth, like dressing my kids, it has to be done. Don't wait for emotions or feelings. Focus on down the road long term. However, I know we're all human. Again, anytime I tell you something, it's because I need to hear it too. So there are 100% some days where you're just like, oh, well, who cares if I skip this one? Like maybe you've set out and planned for yourself to do four workouts a week and you've already done three and it's like that iffy day and your kid had a bad night of sleep so you could kind of justify it. Um, Think like, well, Brittany would tell me to sleep a little extra, which is true. Sometimes, you know, it's better to take that sleep. So say it's an iffy day and you're on the cusp and it could really go either way and you really need something to get you through it. I do 100% have a couple things that I will use to try to get me through it. So we'll talk about those. Um, Number one, when I was running, and I know some people listen to this podcast who enjoy running and enjoy cardio, whether it's biking or kayaking or something else, I used to really like to make myself special playlists like the day before. This also was before I had kids, so I probably just had like so much time to make myself playlists. (laughs) Because as I'm saying that, I'm like, why don't I make a playlist? But you could do it if you wanted to. So if you are going to go out for cardio the next day or like right before you do it, you could take a second. Honestly, it takes two minutes and make yourself a playlist that you're excited about. I liked to do this ahead of time, like when I was training for um, half marathons and marathons and say my long run was on Saturdays, I liked to bake it on like Thursday or Friday so I could look forward to it, which sounds so corny, but maybe you can resonate with that, especially if you're like in a specific mood. There you go. Do a themed playlist like, all right, I'm going to do 2000s hip hop and like just throw on all these 2000s hip hop songs. And then you're actually looking forward to hearing what comes next. And you're not searching for songs, trying to get yourself motivated and through you're already it's pre-planned you just get to kind of enjoy the music and go um same kind of venue though staying in with media is maybe listening to some podcasts that you like and I'm not just saying that because I have a podcast but I actually I love listening to a variety of podcasts I listen to a couple like cooking ones I listen to some 
religious ones. I listen to some parenting ones. I listen to some finance ones. I like to listen to podcasts from different areas. And actually, I usually get, you know, pretty in a groove with three podcasts that I really like. And I'll make sure I hit all the new episodes. But right now, I'm kind of more in the trying out different ones. So that's fun to me, too, to get to select different ones during my workouts. So whether it's cardio or strength, sometimes it's just more entertaining to listen to something while you're working out and it kind of gets you through it, listening to someone's conversation or list, or, or you're literally like gaining knowledge in a different area. So I think that's fun, uh, playlists or podcasts. And then also in the, in the vein of media, but in watching something, I am famous for posting this on Instagram and <laughs> uh, my stories as I show you my workouts that it's actually, you can almost set your watch to it because like Monday, Tuesday, I'm super motivated. And then by that Thursday or Friday workout, I am sick of waking up early and I need, I like feel that quote unquote need for some motivation. So I typically, it all, it almost always ends up being the Thursday or Friday workout that I'll bring the laptop to the basement with me and I will watch like the Great British Baking Show or something that I'm into some HGTV or something like that while I am working out because then I can focus on something else. And it's honestly like a treat for me because when are we watching TV besides that? <laughs> Very rarely am I watching TV besides that. So it's kind of nice to be like, oh, I have to work out. Like, oh, well, you know what? I'll, I'll make it go by faster with the show. So I always think that's fun. And, and or you can put even more parameters on that and make it that you can only watch a show while you're working out. I know a lot of people who do that. So it motivates them to do it or like, um, just getting an extra movement if you have like a treadmill in your house or a bike or something where it's not really a super intense workout, but you're like, okay, well, if I want to watch a show, I have to go move while I do it. So I'm not just parked on the couch. So I, th I honestly think that's a great motivator. Who cares? If you're <laughs> if watching somebody make some biscuits makes you happy, <laughs> that's what you should do while you work out. Um, and then a couple other ones. I suggest this to clients a lot is to allow yourself a non-food related reward. This is really for, I think, people who really struggle. I don't really use this one myself much because I know that I can just make myself work out. Like it is that don't give yourself the out and you'll probably just do it. But if you're newer to that idea or you really just like extrinsic rewards, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I'm not shaming you. I'm not saying that's bad. I'm encouraging you. If that's how you know you operate, then give yourself a non-food related reward for doing what you need to do. So a little incentive for meeting your goals. If you struggle maybe with like mindless snacking, a lot of people say that that's a struggle for them after dinner where it's they're not even hungry because I would say there's nothing wrong with eating if you're hungry, but they're bored or they're maybe are sitting down to watch TV and we know that like mindless eating goes very well with TV, things like that. So maybe if that's a struggle area for you, maybe set a goal of, if you make it through the week with zero mindless snacking after dinner, then you can buy yourself a new nail polish color or something like that. Something really, you know, small that's not a huge break the bank kind of thing, but is also not related to food because I don't think it's helpful to say, all right, if I don't mindlessly eat all week, I'm going to have a McFlurry at the end of the week. Like you probably just took back all those calories. So pick something not food related, but it also does not have to be you know, pricey or an expense output. If maybe your goal is to make sure you get in all your workouts that week, then at the end of the week, you can take a bubble bath or you can go for a walk by yourself, put even something more active in there as your reward. 
double points, bonus points. But um, yeah, and you can stretch that out if like a week seems trivial or if you do like this idea and you do it for, you know, giving yourself the week and then maybe stretching it out to a month. If I hit four workouts a week for the next month, I get to go get a pedicure or something like that. Obviously, you can talk to your spouse about this and, you know, come up with something that's (laughs) best for you, both of you guys, um, time-wise and money-wise and whatever. And again, it does not have to really be a big expense. But I think that something – there's nothing wrong with a little external motivation. If that is the way that you run, that's totally fine. And then lastly, I think this also depends a little bit on personality, is to buddy up or at least make your plans known. So for me, I'm not huge on the buddy up in general. That's not my temperament. That's not my personality. I'm not super motivated by telling, you know, my sister or my friend or my husband, like, to I, – I should say not telling them, like, working out with them. I I am motivated on my own when I'm during – like, mid-workout, I'm not going to slack off. It's more the, like, idea of getting myself to do it. I typically am going to make myself push through. So I don't really care – much about if someone's working out with me or not with me or in a class. That's not my vibe. A lot of people that is, especially um, in a class setting, that a lot of people like the feeling of being in a class and are motivated by other people. So if you know that's you, if you know that's your personality, then go with that and try to – I know right now it's tough. If you're still in quarantine, there aren't classes and things like that. Um, But you can see if a friend wants to do a workout with you or – a sibling or whoever or your kids or whatever works for you if if other people doing it with you even following a video if it gives you the same feeling as being with other people I'm not saying like the Great British Baking Show I'm saying like an actual workout video if that helps you to feel like you're working out with people do that okay buddying up does work for a lot of people but if you're like me and that is not really your jam something else that does work for me is to at least make my plans known so whether I'm so I you know, doing it with or without someone doesn't matter to me. But if somebody knows that I have to, that what my plans are, then that's when I feel the onus on me to actually carry through. So if I tell my husband, like, I'm actually going to track macros this week, I haven't tracked in a long time, you know, and now I'm going to start tracking again to make sure I'm not just taking in a ton of extra calories and mindlessly eating and things like that. And then if he sees me just, you know, popping a handful of M&Ms, he'll be like, uh, are you going to track that? Or like, aren't you tracking or something like that? So it does help me to make things known. Or like if I was training for something and told him, you know, you know, I'm going to wake up every day at 5 a.m. and and run a mile to start my day because I'm training for a Spartan race or something like that. And then he sees me in bed at 545. He'd be like, uh, Britt, aren't you, weren't you going to work out? So it's, that helps me because I guess I don't like whatever it is about your personality or temperament, like that's where if something's an expectation has been set, I feel like I need to live up to it. So if that resonates with you, then just tell somebody about your plans. Like, Hey, I'm going to do this. Can you just check in with me to make sure I am on track with it? Or like call me out when I'm not I think <laughs> negative reinforcement, whatever that is, that is what works for me. So I don't know. Um, just an idea, just a thought. If that is totally not you and you're like, yeah, that would not make me want to do it, then don't do that. Utilize whatever of these tips that you would like to. But on that whole front of those three of, you know, the non-food related reward or using music or media or something to get through it and buddying up, 
utilize any of the above when you have to, when you when it's those days where you do feel like I just really don't want to do this. But overall, just remember that the act of any of these things of saying no to the seconds of dessert when you really want it or saying yes when your alarm goes off and you're supposed to get up and work out. None of us ever want to do it. We are fallen people and most of the time we will take the easy way out. We want to. Our emotion and our feeling is that we want to take the easy way out, okay? Nine times out of ten, I want to keep sleeping when my alarm goes off. I want to hit snooze and just lay there. So before you go thinking that like, well, it must be easy to be Brittany because she's just in this habit of waking up early and she just always wants to wake up early. That is the very farthest thing from the truth. I see the result of the fact that I like being up before my kids. I do not like when I'm waking up to them in my face already. So <laughs> I love them. I do. But I, I don't enjoy waking up to their requests. I would rather open my eyes, be able to say my prayers, grout, like center myself for the day before I start attending to their needs. So I like the results. I like seeing down the road, even then further of, okay, if I'm getting up early, What's that going to look like in a couple years down the road with that time that I used in the morning with doing my workout, with doing some work? Like, don't bargain with yourself. That's one of the biggest things. I think whatever it is, people say like, well, I'll wait till I feel like that. Or you're not going to feel like that. So stop bargaining with yourself of like, well, if I do it today, then I don't have to do it tomorrow. Like, just do it. Just sometimes the thought of doing something is so much worse than doing it. For, for myself, that's the case at least, that the thought of completing a task is just like huge and I can't even, I'm like, ah, oh, I'm so overwhelmed by the thought of it, where if you just start it, it's usually not as bad when you're actually doing it. So don't bargain with yourself. Don't give yourself the out. Just get it done. And I do think that the act of doing, maybe, maybe the willpower is not there, like I'm not always excited to do my workout or I'm not always excited to get up when my alarm goes off. Again, I'm almost never excited to actually get up when my alarm goes off. The act of actually doing does lead to habit. So the more automated that you can make it, the better. When you just make yourself do it when you're not bargaining, then you're. I think you're strengthening that muscle. This is debated a lot of – some people say that, oh, discipline and willpower is like not a muscle or, you know, obviously not a physical muscle. But – that it doesn't like strengthen when you use it. And then other people say, you know, that willpower, there's half the camp says that you get stronger in it when you do this frequently. The other half says that you have a limited amount of, you know, discipline and things like that and that you'll run out. So I don't really believe that. I do believe that the more that you can force yourself to do something, you're going to be able to do it more successfully in the future. I think in all the areas, and this again, I think carries over, in religious terms, in financial terms, in health and fitness terms, that if you just get used to telling yourself no a lot, <laughs> you're going to be just fine. Because again, we want to take the easy way out and we are fallen people. So if I'm presented, if I'm super tired and hungry and I'm presented a bowl of snap peas or like a cupcake, what am I going to want? I mean, my tired, cranky body wants sugar, wants that immediate feel good that's going to come from the cupcake. But you got to think past that and down the road is like, oh, well, in an hour, I am going to feel like sleeping because of that cupcake. Or, you know, I've been doing really well with my eating and I don't really want to 
take a day to feel like crap or whatever. And sometimes that exact example is flipped and it's different reasons. And it's like, oh, it's a celebration. I'm going to enjoy that cupcake. So it's not the cupcake itself. It's like the devil. I'm just showing you that as an example is that you got to look down the road and not let yourself take the easy way out in that moment. All right. So those tips, I hope (laughs) maybe some of them resonate with you. I know it kind of can be summed up in just like, just do it. But maybe those other tips you can help fuel yourself on those extra low days. All right. Otherwise, yeah, don't let your emotions lead and just get it done. But what I would love to ask you to do today, I'm going to do a giveaway. So I would like you to rate and review this podcast if you have not done so. If you enjoy it and like the tips and whatnot, it just helps other people find it better and gets a little higher in the rankings so that it is more searchable because sometimes when you search podcasts they're not even there unless you type in the exact specific title so to help more people find it I would love if you would give it a star rating there's the stars at the bottom and also a written review so if you could do that I would be so so grateful I would like you to screenshot it so that I can see that you did it and then if you have Instagram if you just share it on your stories and tag me in it I will see your entry. Or if you don't have Instagram, you could just email it to me as a screenshot and I will see that you did it. If you also have left me a review previously, that's totally cool. I will enter you in this giveaway for that. So just go ahead wherever, wherever, whenever you wrote your review, just screenshot it for me and either email it or put it on your stories. And I'm going to run this from July 28th today that it comes out to August 7th and then I will announce the winner on the August 11th podcast. So I think it's about 10 days I'm going to run it for and give everybody a chance to get the reviews in. It also does take a couple days to show up on iTunes so that's why the screenshot's important because if you're doing it on the last day like I probably would because <laughs> I'm a procrastinator then I might not see it. So make sure you screenshot it and tag me or email me so that I see it. And the winner is going to receive a really nice set of exercise bands for their house. So if you're trying to build up your home gym and you, you know, think bands would be helpful to you and would just are feeling generous and gracious and would like to leave me a review, I would really appreciate it. So thank you so much for listening. And I will talk to you next time when I let you know who is going to receive those bands. All right. Have a wonderful rest of your day.